On this episode of Another Way to See It, Tara checks in from her road trip across the country, delivering her lessons from the road. We hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone. I am tuning in from Boulder, Colorado where I have been on a journey. It's been about a little over a week now, maybe a week and a half. And we thought it'd be really cool for me to just do a solo kind of tune in and do a little episode called Life Lessons from the Road. Um, I really took this trip for a personal journey more than a vacation. It's something that's been kind of in my thoughts for a while. I would say even a couple years. And then with COVID, I put it on hold and it just kept bothering me, you know, bugging that little nagging feeling that you want to want to do something and and you don't. So I'm someone that if it nags me long enough, I just have to take the leap and and that's what I did. So I plan to be on the road for at least a month, but I've given myself permission. If I want to go longer, then I could do that. Um, but let's let's dive in. So it's been an incredible journey so far. I love being out on the open road. I love being with myself and giving myself permission to just really tune in and let my thoughts flow. There's something about being out on the open road and having good music playing that I just, um, I can sink into myself a lot farther than I do at home. So I, as I was driving, I was just thinking, well, what are the lessons that you're learning? And one is when you leave home, you're still you, right? So it's still I wouldn't even say any of these lessons are profound realizations. It's just more of reminders of how I want to live life. And so that's why I thought it'd be cool to share with you. And if you can take any nuggets out of it and bring it into your own life, that would make me so happy. One thing I've really noticed is curiosity. And we talk a lot about curiosity and this podcast. And I think maybe that's been on the forefront for me to, to stay curious. And what I've been finding is this America, this land is so vast. It's so diverse from state to state and even county to county, town to town. It's so diverse and different. It's so, so beautiful in ways that I, I know parts of America, especially when, during political races, you hear about different states and different counties, but you just have an image of what they are in your mind. And so to be able to drive through and, and realize, oh, my God, this is what this area looks like. And it's so much more beautiful than I imagined. And then there's also areas that I thought we're going to be prosperous and actually towns that I've driven through that are desolate and dying, really sad um, economically. 
And so that has been an eye opener. But what I've done is I've tried to stay curious. I've just tried to stay curious for that region and the people that are there and really get a try to get a feeling of what they're experiencing just day to day, the colors, the shapes, the the buildings, you know, the the environment, the nature. And I love talking with people. I try to talk with people who wherever I land, if I'm filling up my car with gas, I'm checking into a campground, getting a bite to eat, convenience store, just asking questions, nothing, you know, staying away from politics, staying away from religion, just having that human to human connection. I'm realizing if I add curiosity to the conversation and bring curiosity to people, everyone is so receptive because they're very excited. Everyone wants to talk about themselves and where they live. And a lot of people are very proud of where they're living, even if it is more impoverished area, you know, we are connected to where we live. And that's just been a, a big eye opener. It's been kind of like, I would say the wind beneath my wings is curiosity. And it brings me to my second thought of um, life lessons is if you're friendly to people, people are friendly to you. It's just so beautiful. It's been so much fun to just be super friendly, big smile, and just commenting on little things. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. Just asking, you know, where's your favorite place to eat? Or you know, what do you think about the farmer's markets here? Or the other day I was walking down the street and there was a little market and there was a, a Mennonite woman dressed in her beautiful wear with a little cap on. And she was perched in the back of her Ford, old Ford, probably like 1978 Ford pickup truck. And it had a pile of corn and tomatoes. And she was so beautiful. And I asked, I just stopped and I said, you are adorable up there. Can I take your photo? And it just lit her up to have that moment. And we connected and I, and she was telling me all of her favorite towns nearby to go check out and that she loved this pink lemonade at this coffee shop that she always goes to. And I, I just realized those little moments of human to human contact, everyone's craving it and everyone is so receptive to connecting. So, you know, if you are friendly, so is everyone else. And I realize, you know, in my life at home, sometimes you get into these little routines, right? And you forget, you're just like, I got to get to the store and then to the bank and then to the post office. And you forget that if you add a little bit of friendliness into it, it sparks up the people in your path. And then it also sparks up that inner light inside of you. Like I feel so good after those conversations and I feel like I'm really connecting along my way, you know, not just being someone who's taking on my trip, but I'm trying to give back and then people give back twofolds. 
I love that one. And I'm, I'm going to continue to do it along the way. It's been making me so happy. The third thing I was thinking about, and I, I've been thinking about it a lot on this trip, is you got to get off the beaten path. You know, here in America, what I've been really seeing, and it's been disheartening, we are so driven by capitalism and convenience and fast, fast, fast. So we have these giant interstates that will just zoom you across the country, you know, five lanes, and you're barely seeing anything. And then these giant plazas that has all your convenience, the food, the gas, the bathrooms. And so I realized early on, I have got to get off the beaten path. And it's hard. It's hard nowadays. It's really bought and sold to, to make people travel this one way. And that's why these little towns are suffering because no one's going there. You know, no one's taking the time to get off the main route. So what I've been doing is just skirting off for various reasons. The one example I had was I, I just really needed coffee midday. And so I plugged in Starbucks just because Starbucks is a guaranteed good cup of coffee when you're traveling. And it sent me probably an hour out of my route where I knew I had, what, five hours to drive. And But it, it rode along the interstate. It was just going south. I was in Iowa, and it, went, it sent me maybe 20 miles south. So I said, you know what? Who cares? Let's just do it. Let's just not stay on schedule. Let's do it. I got off and I ended up two miles down. All of a sudden, I was in a giant wind farm. I mean, from the farthest I can see, these giant windmills and these rolling hills and these little farmlands. It was so spectacular. I ended up pulling over maybe three times with my camera to try to capture it because it it just was nothing I had ever experienced before. And that is part of Iowa. I mean, I knew they had wind farms, but I just, it's magnificent. It's, it's absolutely incredible. And I would never have experienced that if I had stayed on, I don't know what I was on, I-80. <laughs> so it was really cool. And then I ended up at this little Starbucks and, you know, the teenagers, I was talking to teenagers and they're rolling their eyes because they see it every day. But, but, and I was telling them, wow, this is a spectacular area you're living in. Yeah. It just made me realize, oh gosh, I got to do this more often. So the rest of the trip, I, I just did it. And, you know, it's funny when I got back in the car and I was driving, my, my brain kept on saying, oh no, it's going to be too late to get into the area that you're getting into. And, oh gosh, you spent, you wasted all this time. But I just kept reminding myself, no, that this is what life is all about. This is like us taking, take the small road. Who cares about schedule? This, we need to experience life in the moment and it's really good to see little details and, and sink into where we're at without, without this, always this pressure of deadline and scheduling. So, and then, you know, that message that's fast, 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 you got to get there as fast as possible. 
I say, who cares? <laughs> yeah, that, that was a that was a very good lesson, and I'm definitely gonna continue with that one. Lesson number four, I was thinking about this is staying flexible. I have really had to work on being flexible and it's hard. I'm a Capricorn, so I like order. I like plans. And a lot of times my big plans didn't work. And I had to be okay with the fact that, you know what, it just didn't work. And that's okay. And then be flexible enough to kind of fall back into the experience that I was having right then and maybe just keep driving and keep my eyes open and then change my plan to be pliable and move like, like liquid rather than being regimented and, and like too caught in boxing myself. And when I did that, I noticed the sweetest moments came out. And one of the example I could give is I had been on the road I, with a, a girlfriend. We had been caravanning for three days. And finally, I was off on my own for the. And I thought, okay, I'll stay at a hotel the first night just to feel comfortable. I'll get a hot shower. I'll sleep in a bed. We've been camping. So just, you know, settle in for the night, treat myself. And I was on the road. I'm calling all these hotels. They're all booked. And it's just all hotels on the highway. It's not exciting. It's way too much money. It's like $150, $160 a night like for just kind of generic hotels. And having a little dog is just like making it extra impossible. And so what I decided to do is I just was like, okay, this isn't working. I had heard about this campground 20 miles down the road. Why, why don't I just go check it out? I ended up, this was in Nebraska. I ended up in the cutest little town for the night. It was um, a Christian college town, I found out. So it was kind of a little hip. And five minutes from the town, there was the sweetest little campground with tons of trees. It felt very safe wide open field. I mean, $7 a night. I ended up setting up a little camp and then going into town to a little pub, listening to live music and having a great meal. I sat at the bar so I could talk to all the waitresses and I just had so much fun. And that was because I was being flexible you know, and I, I realize again in my life how much I can box myself into a way that I want my evening to go or my next day to go. And then my world can get tighter and tighter. And there's so much happening in our experience all around us if we just stay flexible to what is actually happening instead of always pushing it against the brain. So stay flexible. And then bouncing off of that, I was thinking about boundaries because I have been traveling. Well, I travel with a friend and now I arrived in Boulder, Colorado, and I've been visiting friends here. And so I feel like I have a certain reason for this trip. 
And one of the reasons is to really spend time with myself. So I, I've been practicing setting boundaries with the people that I come across, the people that I love. Not that I don't want to always be with them, but like to, because a lot of times I can be a yes person. I'll just try to do what everyone else wants to do. And then I feel resentful for my time being taken up. So I have, have really practiced setting boundaries when I am not wanting to do a certain thing or I have a different idea. But the lesson that I've been learning is boundaries are good and, and they're very much a thing right now in the healing arts community to teaching people to set boundaries. And I highly, highly believe in protecting yourself and making sure that your life is being lived the way that you want to live it. But I was realizing that my boundaries were getting too tight. Again, I wasn't, it's like I wasn't being flexible with my friends. I was just kind of on this orientation of this is the way I want my trip to be. And sometimes boundaries can make your world too small. So there's a balance of being flexible and also taking care of yourself that I'm realizing is really good. And I realized also back at home, like when you start setting too many boundaries, you can, you know, your world can close in on itself and we can get so tight and regiment about feeling safe and feeling heard. And sometimes there needs to be just a little bit of flow, a little bit of relaxation into what's happening around you. And then some really beautiful things can happen that you want to expect. Another example is my, my girlfriend um, wanted to go swimming today. And I had kind of had the idea that I wanted to go hiking and I just realized that she was really wanting to spend time with me. And maybe just for today, I would relax into what she was wanting. And we just had the most beautiful, relaxing day um, on this um, Boulder Creek that's right outside of Boulder. And that's when I started thinking about that. Like, again, that flexibility of flowing, not being taken advantage of, staying with what I'm wanting, but also allowing a flow between friends and, and um, what's happening around me. So boundaries are good, but don't let them get too tight. Don't let them control you too much. And then let's see, I have over here a little list. So I was reminding myself of all the lessons I've been learning. Making decisions out of expansion and exploration and possibility and not so much out of fear and deadlines because again I feel like we can get so we can get so tight and like like what when you look at life like it's true there's a part of our brain that is kind of oriented towards fear and protection and that is so important it's very good to be cautious and it's good to be it's good to be cautious in research and, and not be stepping in naively into situations, but it's also really good to 
lean more into the possibility of delight and happiness and joy and yeah, in this, this, the energy of expansion and, and the possibility of what's around the corner, then always being like, well, we shouldn't go there because this will happen. And if this happens and that will happen, and we should just stay on this route because I have this deadline. And if I don't meet that deadline, then my friends are going to be upset. And, and then you know, who knows, the mind really can create a lot of stories and especially will create stories about fear. So yeah, just, just like continuing on into possibility. And I had another beautiful experience of, I had this, this deadline coming into Boulder, Colorado, because my friends were going to cook me dinner. And again, I decided to get off the highway. I forget why I did it, but I ended up driving down this small road that was all sunflower fields. Again, this was in Nebraska. Again, totally blown away. Beautiful sunlight shining through these sunflowers and no one around pulled over with my camera and you know, my mind was saying, like, don't spend too much time here because you have this deadline, you know, orienting towards fear. And I was just like, this moment is too precious, beautiful. It's like it exists always. This gorgeous sunflower field exists all through August. And I never I never knew it, you know, and and it was just a beautiful moment. And it was, again, I was leaning into that, that expansion energy and, and really just being with nature and um, ex- exploration. And so I was so glad I stopped. And guess what? My friends weren't upset with me. I showed up an hour later and it was totally fine. And, you know, a lot of times if you think about all of these decisions that we make out of fear that will keep us up at night. How many times does it come true? You know, all that wasted energy thinking about the bad things that can happen and and the what if possibilities. What if it's actually positive? What if it's actually joyful? What if it's actually okay? And I think that when we can live life in that orientation, it's so much better, (laughs) you know, like, what is life all about? That's always my big question is like, what is life all about? And how do I want to live it? And then the final lesson that I've learned so far, where I'll wrap up here, and, and I'm sure many more lessons are going to come. But my landing lesson in Boulder, Colorado was that friends are grounding points. I have just had so many beautiful uh, reconnecting with old friend moments. And it's been so wonderful to be on my own and be just an individual, you know, being with myself, solitude. I love solitude. But I think the true treasures of life can really come from deep friend connection and here in Boulder well actually it started with my 
my girlfriend, um, it's a childhood girlfriend that we were caravanning the first three days together. And we literally have known each other for 40 some odd years and to know her through all this evolution of life and to be on the road together has just been, it was so wonderful. And then here in Boulder, reconnecting with old friends and um, just sharing stories and, and just seeing them again, big hugs. It's been so grounding and it remind me, right, reminds me again how important community is um, and how much I thrive off of it and how much I want to give to friends. You know, the more we can give and connect and listen and look in each other's eyes and be proud of our friends' lives and how they've been evolving and, um, and support each other. Man, it, it's just... It's just what's more important, really. You know, I, I just, it's what holds me up and, and what's what um, makes me strong and teaches me about love. So it's beautiful. So now I'm off to uh, New Mexico, which is a state that I don't know anything about. I've never visited it. I'm, I'm very curious about it. And this will be the start of my solo journey for the next week and a half, uh, where I'll really, really be alone. And I'm excited. I am, you know, scared. I'll be doing a lot of camping by myself, which I've never done before. But again, with all these lessons I've been learning, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay curious. I'm gonna stay flexible. I'm gonna get off the beaten path into little weird roads and hot springs and camping spots. I am going to definitely take care of myself, but be making decisions out of exploration and expansion and and not fear. I mean, I I know how to stay safe, but I really want to be open to life and see where it takes me. So Hopefully, I'll be able to tune in and share more of my lessons along the way. And I hope if there are any nuggets that you can take into your life, you know, it's what I'm here for is to help people open as much as they can to their own experience and and live their life as fully as possible. It's my my lifelong journey. And I always, I want to share all the lessons that I get so that... Hopefully you will take them into your heart and learn from them if they speak to you. So everyone take care and I'll be tuning in again. If this episode resonated with you or made you think about someone you know, please pay it forward and like, subscribe, and share it. We appreciate it. 